I, uh, I didn't know how much it would matter in the last release that, you know, I was sort of like writing the code and producing the artwork, but I did really stress that because for yeah. me, that like one of the most, I guess, important and fun things is that like, I, cause you know, I'm always sort of like repurposing things and it's like the, um, the artwork that I, I 12 years or 10 years ago, rather that I started kind of producing repurposed my life from writing software and, and shifted my focus into creating artwork. And now it's like, okay, now um, where artwork became the hobby, now artwork is like the primary source of, 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 of my living, I guess. And coding became the hobby. And now it's like <laughs> coding is now reshaping my artwork. And it's just like, it's, I just the way the world works is just mind boggling to me. So. Talking about NFTs and that's nifty. That's nifty. All the great artists they come to this place to talk about the crypto space and that's nifty. That's nifty. That's nifty. Your hosts for tonight's podcast are Tyler. Larry and Slime Sunday. Damn, that's nifty. Yo. Yo. How's it going? Got Dave Pollard on the podcast. First four time guest. Am I really? I think so. I'm not expecting that intro. It came out of me. It was it was like a demon. I needed to exercise it. It's kind of wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking we're gonna kind of like slowly work into this. Yeah, you I like the Kool Aid Man. I just bust right through, <laughs> bursting through the walls. So perfect. Yeah. So how's how's it going with you guys? Good, dude. No, I mean, we haven't got to catch up with you since maybe November. Uh, I know you were on the um, the holiday special with us, but um, didn't get to talk too much. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we had a we had a family thing that was like I don't know, maybe half an hour after that thing started. Um, and to be honest, like I felt like. I, I I was like, what am I even doing here? These guys are all legends, and I'm I'm kind of just uh, so I didn't really want to say too much. Just felt <laughs> I like think you that. got a shout out. I think Tyler at least acknowledged you. <laughs> oh, nice. David's here. Yeah, my well, my wife kept walking by because um, we had to literally just across the street. We had to meet family for a um, a holiday um, brunch or something like that, and she's like, we gotta go, we gotta go, and I was like, uh, all right. So then I kind of you know I don't know peacefully dipped out. It was gracious. It's a, yeah, you know, open, I mean, open I for an Irish that. goodbye. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which is uh, kind of what I've, I, I have, I've always been, been known for, for doing that is, you know, not really saying goodbye. And just if I'm at a party and I, it's like 8 PM, I'm like, I'm done. So and I just leave. <laughs> I, 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 pulled off, I pulled off my first real true Irish goodbye at a wedding last summer with one of my buddies. I, I like, I come from a pretty big Italian family where you like say goodbye to everybody when you're leaving. So the Irish goodbye was new to me. I was like, wow, this is like exciting. No one knows where I am. <laughs> the Italian goodbye takes forever. Yeah. Yeah. No, the Irish goodbye is a, uh, it's a game changer. Once you, yeah, it, it, yeah. Your evenings get so much shorter that way. It's nice. <laughs> I'm home now. Nice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so your last drop with the dynamic NFTs for um, Ethereum and Bitcoin, how yeah. many times did those end up changing? 
Um, how many times have they changed? I think we're at, I don't know, maybe, so maybe like four of the benchmark states we've hit. Um, and I mean, it changes periodically throughout the day um, with like the micro changes. If it's just, if uh, BTC and ETH are just up or down, there's yeah. subtle changes, but if they hit those benchmarks and there are, there are the big changes. Um, and I don't, what are we at right now? Uh, it's been so depressing. I haven't really been paying too much <laughs> yeah. attention. Well, I was going to say like, so like for how you envisioned, and we'll get obviously to what you got going on um, in a few weeks with Nifty shortly, but like as far as like how like the dynamics have worked out, I guess from what you pictured to how it's playing out, what's the, like the concept versus reality to you? I think I think everybody uh, anticipated a little bit better outcome uh, <laughs> for, for everything, and uh, besides the charts. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. Right. And so, you know, I had anticipated and that, that's the thing, like, as I was coming up with what the benchmarks are going to be, I was kind of like, you know, I don't. So the idea for this for me was you know, I wanted it to be one of those pieces of artwork that didn't you didn't see all of the states kind of immediately because I really wanted it to evolve over time. And so I made the benchmarks intentionally um, such that you you wouldn't get through all the states uh in in the near term but i did anticipate that we would be hitting maybe more than we have and not in the negatives <laughs> yeah really, I, think, really. I, feel, I feel like i remember reading your tweet um when it changed like for for to the red and you were like whoa i, I was like oh yeah. well you know the, the plus side is that um, I do want these things to change enough so that people are kind of, you know, engaged with it and things like that. And so the one positive to seeing crypto just absolutely fucking tank all the time lately <laughs> is, that, um, is that at least you get to see the artwork change, um, which is, I guess, silver lining. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nailed that one in sync. Man. Like and, I, you know, it's, so, it's, it's awful, too, because. We had had, you and I had had a conversation, you guys had had a conversation with me about like the taxes of crypto and things like that. And that was one of the reasons that when it, when um, both BTC and uh, ETH had hit their like all time high, I think BTC was at what, like 68 or 69 and ETH yeah, was so close. It was so close. And I, I, at the moment I was like, man, if I sell now, I could, you know, potentially if, if, if it does dip again, I could, you know, accumulate more. But then I was like, but the tax ramifications. <laughs> oh, stupid. And now I'm like, oh, yeah. So taxing yourself. Uh, yeah. Lessons learned. No but anyways. Tax. Yeah. If you just get out now, what does the government owe you money? Because you made a bad decision. I'm very confused about taxes. I think they have to buy my house if I get out now. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no choice. Yeah, it's no, called no, foreclosure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, there was like a loophole too. It was an interesting loophole, which I did take advantage of um, for the past year, um, which was that you could actually sell at a loss and then buy right back, which I did do. Oh, that's so that, right. Uh, Wash trading is legal for crypto. Well, I don't know if it still is, but it was for last year. Again, hashtag not financial advice. Yeah. I'm talking about i'm probably going to get audited so don't listen to me yeah this is uh don't get your your tax advice or right. investing advice or any advice we were going to tag the uh, ira twitter account so the ira yeah. or the irs do not get the irish republic army involved yeah. in this. Go. 
Because Irish of the Irish I'm goodbye. Not, yeah, the Irish goodbye, but no, it's about that time of year. To add to this is taking IRA. a turn. It has. It's taking a turn. But dude, so <laughs> I, I guess just from how, I mean, it's almost been, I mean, we've been, t- we've, you know, first for a while. Since uh, May. Just, in, in, you know, just kind of, was, um, you know, discussed NFTs, even just DMs like, or this time last year, right? It seems like at least. Um, it's been almost a year since the first time we talked, I think, yeah. right? Almost yeah. The first time. yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, and it, it, it's it's crazy just like marking, actually seeing like a marking time, right? Because it feels like longer. But um, so where you're at now, like from your original plans, this is kind of a similar question, but like from your first drop to what you got going on next or on the 13th with Nifty Gateway, what's like the... Uh, arc that you've kind of created and I guess what's next, what's coming up? Yeah. So, um, well, so this one is called circumnavigation because I wanted it to kind of be, um, almost like a full revolution because it is almost a year after the the first drop. Um, and it's collector only, um, cause I, yeah, I, obviously the, the, the collectors are such a huge you know, part of this community and, and really I, I owe everything to them. And so, um, I wanted to, since the first drop, you know, was the ships and the last drop was sort of the dynamic, um, coding element to it. Um, yep. I wanted to take this, you know, both of those things. And so for this one, it's kind of like the full revolution where it's the ships, but the ships are now dynamic and, um, they will change. So, and I don't, I don't know how much you guys have been following on like, I was, Twitter or, or whatever, but, uh, yeah, we did a nice little rundown. Um, uh, your, your website's so clean and like, if you just need any information, it's so very, it's very laid easy. out perfectly on there. It's yeah. so easy to digest. That's all Becca. She's, and then she's actually, so we're, um, uh, we're, we're traveling a little bit right now just to kind of escape the the New York winters for, uh, just like a week or two. We just packed the dogs up and just drove away. Um, and, uh, but, uh, I'm wrapping up, I, I wrapped up the artwork on, on the road. Um, and now I literally before this conversation, I'm, I'm starting to, to wrap up the code for this one, but, um, but yeah, um, the, but honestly, I, I think I'm, I'm more, caught up on this release than I've been in any other previous release. Um, I say that now something's going to go terribly wrong with the code and I'll be behind, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, um, no, it's, it's, yeah. So there, there are, there are three dynamic pieces with this drop where, and they're all collect, like I said, they're all collector only. And, and like you said, the information is, is all laid out beautifully on the website. Thanks to Becca yep. um, who works tirelessly on that. But um, um, there's the, the first one, which has, um, it's the more, I guess, like intense of the, the, the graffiti ships where it has all of the, the titles, um, to all of my previous, uh, pieces on Nifty Gateway. Um, and even some of the ones that are like on open sea are all represented in the, the sales of the ships. Um, and towards the very, very top, there and in the collection names are, are there as well. And towards the very top, there are two sales, and one represents sort of Crypto Trader One and 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 Bitcoin, and the other is Crypto Trader Two and Ethereum um, or ETH rather. And uh, uh, the prices will reflect how the the, the sales look. And so the, the the graffiti will actually change on the ship depending upon the price of each. And there will be a little bit different too if like. 
let's say, you know, both um, uh, ETH and Bitcoin are up, then it'll be even a little bit more different subtly. Um, and if they're both down, then like the waves are bigger beneath the ship and the ship <laughs> is rocking a little bit more. And there's, you know, there's obviously there's, you know, there's more red and the graffiti and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so there's that one. And then there's the good morning, good afternoon, good night piece, which changes the, um, that was honestly one of the most difficult pieces of work I've had to do because I really had to change the entire background, move the, the, um, the sun and the, um, whether it's setting or rising and change the whole, you know, just the, the whole color scheme and, um, and all of that kind of stuff, um, based on, based on time. And then, um, the third one is also dependent upon, and I'm still kind of deciding which way I'm going to go, whether I'm going to use like the total market cap of, of crypto or, or base it because it's kind of like the, you know, I've always kind of dealt with, with, uh, BTC and ETH, whether I want to just use those two and sort of like aggregate those two and change. Um, and again, I don't know if you, you probably haven't, well, if you've been on the website, I guess you have seen the third, uh, the third piece, but, uh, um, and that one's kind of, um, God, I'm really jumping all over the place. This makes probably no sense to anybody. <laughs> no, oh, we'll break it all down in a minute. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, okay, great, great. But anyways, yeah, that, that, that also um, uh, is dependent upon uh, uh, crypto prices. And like I said, I'm still deciding, and that'll be a last minute decision whether or not to make it based on just like, you know, total market cap versus um, individual, um, the two ETH and, and, and BTC t- together. Um, and that'll drive up the, um, whether or not it's like a, uh, a wag me versus NGMI, uh, tag <laughs> in the sales. and that one is actually kind of really fun too, because, um, in, it was my first drop where I did HODL, HODL the course, which was based on a Rembrandt piece. This one is actually based on, um, a historical painting called the raft of Medusa, which is actually about, um, these like, uh, it was like a French frigate ship that sunk and there was like 130 or 140 people on board and only 15 survived. And it's about them like creating this raft and, um, and being rescued. And so it kind of like perfectly, um, lent itself to this, you know, the idea of either, uh, we're all going to make it or we're not all going to make it. (laughs) And, and the people are supposed to kind of be a little bit of like a metaphor for, you know, the NFT and, 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 and cryptocurrencies within the space. So I knew I recognized it. I've, I've seen this in person at the Louvre, actually. Oh, have you really? Yeah. How big is it? In, in, I have it's not huge, seen, I dude. I have a picture on my phone. It's probably like uh, corner to corner, like five feet. Holy shit. Okay. I don't know, like standard canvas sizes, but I, that's like a TV. It's like an 80 inch. <laughs> I mean, well, five feet is huge and, and, uh, you know, that's, that's a lot of oil paint. I assume it's an oil. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. <laughs> that's, no, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, just like the subtle detail of like, with the, you know, the, um, when it's up, like the hope of the ship in the, in the backdrop and then when it's down to like nothing behind them, it's right. Yeah. Yeah. And actually there's, there's some other details in there. Like if you look really closely and there are three, they're not in this, in this case, like I I like to play with variants a lot, but in this case, it's kind of like, they're not variants. They're just three distinct pieces. Um, and I gave them kind of like the gold, silver and, and bronze names. And so, you know, each one of those, um, in order to participate in the drawing for that, you'll need, you know, different pieces, uh, from past collections, but in the 
gold piece, there's actually um, the ship from emissaries, since that is going to those people who, uh, you know, hold um, ranked or silent auction pieces or one of ones nice. or whatever. Um, yeah, so there's actually a reference to, to, you know, to past pieces in there as well. So that's awesome. That's cool. That's so just thorough. Um, my favorite are the the evening, day, and morning. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, yeah, I was. Day, evening, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure how that was. Because <laughs> um, you know, it's not the the sort of like graffiti like on the sails. It's on the ship itself. This time, I wasn't sure how yeah. people were gonna. But uh, I thought the idea behind well, and the other thing too is, I guess that I wanted it, this um, uh, this drop to have a little bit more noticeable changes more times throughout the day, because I, I think the one, I think that's one, really cool. Well, yeah, the, I, I think the one bit of feedback that I was getting from people was that they'd probably like to see a little bit more yeah. uh, in your face change more often. So well, I, that's, that's why this one is my favorite so much because like, it's almost like you're getting three different pieces of art, but it, it having it change multiple times throughout the day, like, you've stepped up the, like the amount of dynamic in these NFTs, right? Yeah, definitely. So every single one of these will change multiple times. And I'm thinking about, you know, like what the, uh, what the time slice is to, to change them. Um, Cause Nifty's actually been really, really cool about um, they've got it so they can refresh the metadata, you know, whenever I, whenever I really want them to, I guess. So in, in whatever interval I want them to, and then they just make that call to the, to the code and, and, you know, uh, refresh it so and i think i may have all of these kind of change i would almost say maybe like once an hour except for obviously the, the good morning good afternoon can i that that that's actually the piece of code that i was actually working on right before i jumped on with you guys was deciding uh, what are the hours and you know time zones and things like that to to change them based on so oh, i didn't even think about the time zone Neither. thing well, I'm going to go with, and you have to make a decision on this kind of stuff, but uh, I'm going to go with uh, GMT Greenwich Mean Time just because that is what the Ethereum virtual machine is based on. So I figured uh, from like an NFT standpoint, that probably makes the most sense. So the folks in London get the most true, um, I guess, representation of of the time, but it's still kind of, it works with like Eastern time zones and things like that. So, I mean, obviously if you're, yeah, on the other side of the world, it might be a little bit flipped for you, but I mean, there's only so much you can do and there's no way to, um, to check, you know, where you are. The, the you holder's hold. time zone. Yeah. Right. Exactly. There's just no way to do that. So yeah, not with the, uh, the people staying anonymous in this world. I don't think they want to give out their time zones. Right. Yeah. The, and the only way that, that you could really do that is to sort of have it set up so that you actually have the people who buy the NFT actually register their time zone and then store that associated with their token ID. And, um, that would get, that would get expensive as well because, um, you know, you're, you're now you're, you're talking about storing a, a bunch more in memory or not memory, but, uh, on, on the blockchain. So, so it's a really cool feature. Um, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, so for, for, for this one, everybody gets Greenwich Mean Time, which I think is, is probably okay. Yeah. I was going to say that uh, it's really cool that Nifty Gateway has that functionality where they can update the metadata whenever for yeah. you. Like if you were doing this on OpenSea by yourself, you'd have to like code something up, I would imagine. I think, yeah. And I haven't looked into OpenSea, like what they expose from an API standpoint yet, but um, I would imagine that if they don't do this now, this is something that they're going to have to do soon is they have that little button where you can refresh the metadata manually. Um, but I, I would imagine that that's something that they're going to probably 
probably uh, implement soon is at least a way for um, other people to make calls through their API to do this on more of a, um, a schedule, I guess, because, you know, I don't know, I, I assume that um, NFTs are moving in the, in the, in the direction of, of being able to do things that, that require you to, to update that metadata a little bit more frequently. So, so it makes sense. I, I but I, again, I, I, I can't, I can't speak that, that, uh, I guess, uh, with any certainty because I'm not on their dev team, but uh, I hope <laughs> they do. <laughs> Makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not. Say with hope, at least. Certain mm-hmm. hope. <laughs> I uh, most certainly hope. Yes. I. Uh, so, what was the um, <clears throat> were the one of ones like, almost like your blueprints for um, yes. where everything was yep. like your, your building blocks? Or did you start there and work backwards? Is there yeah, no, just like the subtle differences in those are are awesome? And there, yep, there are there are subtle differences. You know, the one of ones are obviously the uh, the winners of those. Whoever you know uh, wins the auctions on those will win the the original oil paintings. Um, and I think you know there's there are going to be some some additional differences between uh, those and the other ones. Like I think um, I shouldn't say I think I know that I'm going to uh, pick a date before the release. And for the one of one of circumnavigation one, I'm going to actually uh, work the, the the price at a particular date for the, the diff- different uh, currencies into the the actual piece so that we can kind of like, you know, almost like capture a benchmark of, of, um, of what, a historical sort of like document of what the, the prices were at the time. So, um, you know, other things like that. So, and then the color scheme for circumnavigation two is different in the original than it is for, you know, the, the other, um, the other pieces. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's starting with uh, the original painting and then, and then making the, uh, the other pieces based off of the, the original. Yeah. So those, those are like your hubs. You can basically right. kind of use those as your, main points and work your way down through the rest of the collection just in terms of updating stuff I, right. I the um circumnavigation one is huge i mean we were talking about big paintings earlier but that's that's a pretty big oil painting that you're picking up uh, yeah it, it's a big one that one took me for this whole collection is actually taking me um <laughs> I think it's one of those this is self-inflicted where- though right it really is yeah and it's it's definitely something that i feel like is is innate in engineers to to say like, oh, I can get this done in X amount of time. And then it never happened. Cause I remember my wife saying like, you know, and I, I didn't procrastinate at all on this, on this release. And, and I was like, yeah, I should be able to get this done pretty quickly, you know? And then it was like, I had only one. I was like, I think this piece is going to be pretty easy to do. I should be able to get, and, and no, it never works that way. And it's always, you know, way longer to do these things than um than you anticipate which is you know it's okay because i just really wanted to make sure that this was like you know top notch from both a, a coding and an art standpoint so, so for circumnavigation two yep. how did you pick uh the morning state as like the one you were going to paint um well, that was kind of like the natural state for the original painting. And so I started with that and then it was like, okay, well now I'm, I'm from there. I will go into good afternoon and good night. Gotcha. And, okay. and I only painted the, the sort of good morning. Uh, and I believe that in the, and I say, I believe just cause uh, the painting is not in front of me. And uh, <laughs> um, as usual, my brain is, is kind of uh, a clutter, but uh, um, 
I think that the way that I did it, the, um, the original painting, I believe that the sun is a little bit higher in the sky, just naturally where it fell. Um, and so on the, um, on circumnavigation to the, the, the sort of dynamic, uh, additioned piece, um, it starts off a little bit, the, the sun starts off a little bit lower on the left side. Um, and I don't believe that you see it at all for the second state because it's kind of meant to be, you know, above noon where it would be like high in the sky and, and, and out of sight. And then, um, you know, far to the right and low, um, for, for good night. But, uh, um, so yeah, it was, it was the, the base state was, was the original painting, but just a slightly off. Yeah. I can see that where it's just dropped down a little bit lower. Yeah. 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 That was a fun one. That was, uh, yeah, that was, that was a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's got the like nice simplicity to it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just laughing because I'm, I'm just picturing, and I don't, I don't know if it's set up to do this, but like, if it was, if they are changing, like, is the good night ship in front? Uh, if it's the evening and then if it's the day, mm. is it still good morning? Yeah. So what I did for that was <laughs> the fucking yeah, GM. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just something that that's always baffled me. I like, <laughs> I never understood it either, but I, you know, I just, I think it kind of is like really emblematic of, uh, it is. of the whole community. It's just this like, I don't know, I, it, really nice community. Good yeah. Good yeah. Good morning. Good night. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. So, um, but, but no, for, for this, uh, to make the, whatever is, um, you know, whatever time of day it is. Um, I think for good morning, I believe that I made the good night graffiti, um, more muted and, um, you know, a little bit more monochromatic and then vice versa for good night. So I think that, um, that's what I did. I write, I'm not looking at the website and I, uh, again, we, we are looking at, we are, and you're doing great, <laughs> oh, man. I'm doing this. Yeah. From memory. This is freehand. Yeah. No. <laughs> but then you're right. Also, like, yeah, I, should uh i should the disclaimer should be that while we're on vacation we're in uh, a, a southern state where they don't have a ton of of great beer so i've had to to switch to uh to mixed drinks and we went out for um <laughs> for lunch and had a couple of mixed drinks so if i uh if i sound stupid it's because i am it's <laughs> <laughs> an easy reason i was gonna say you were you were and like i don't know if you mentioned this but like the the afternoon or the daytime the, the colors are similar and both pretty you know flat so they kind of both blend um so it, just referencing those uh that that series again that little trio um i gotta commend you man this is like a really good setup and it's got a lot of depth to it um yeah the collector's only aspect is awesome and the way it's set up where you have to have certain pieces to get into certain um collections is really cool well, and this is, you know, I, I remember always saying that I was, I was pretty, uh, I guess, reluctant to do any kind of uh, an open edition, but um, I've had, we've had so many collectors give us feedback that they in the past have not been able to get a piece that in this case, we thought, you know, doing a collector only open edition would probably still keep the edition low enough that we're not flooding the market but allow, you know, people who have been, you know, trying to collect pieces and have collected pieces, but uh, only on the secondary market, a, a chance to get one on the primary. So, um, and then, you know, we, we talked about pricing and things like that. And we're like, well, how are we going to do this? And it's interesting because I, I feel like my wife and I spend so much time together that we're, we're almost merging into one person. And we both kind of at the same time, we're like, well, what if we just make all of the prices the exact same in that way? <laughs> 
Well, see, I mean, it kind of works out that way where like the addition size, you know, makes the, the sort of like rarity or whatever, but, uh, but just make it all one, all one price flat across the board, which is actually one of the prices that we did in the very first drop. So I thought that was kind of, um, another, another fun, you know, uh, nod to the, to the, to the first drop. So, and how many of these come with prints? All of them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the original paintings, right? I mean, like yeah, the one of one. I mean, <laughs> if, if uh, I got a full oil painting and asked for a print, please punch me in the face. <laughs> well, you know, I, I probably would still do it, but I would just be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's crazy, man. Like, I love that you, um, you know, you keep up the traditional art side of the house and you keep producing prints. And it's, it's cool to see because not everyone, you know, still does prints. I think the prints are, yeah, I mean... It's still, it, it continues to, to kind of blow my mind, the, the bleed over both ways that we get from, you know, the, the traditional collectors jumping into the NFT space. And then on the, on the flip side, the, the NFT in the last painting release that I did, one of the, the people who got one of the, the physical oil paintings was, you know, a person who had, um, I'd only known through collecting NFTs. And so it's like that, that bleed over both ways is kind of, is kind of interesting. So I've been, I've been, you know, pleasantly surprised with that. So, um, and that's something that I've been focusing on this release, um, for, for so long now. And last year was just so busy that I, I just hadn't had time to really do much in terms of, of physical painting releases. So finally getting a, um, a, a release together and actually putting some, some physical pieces out there that weren't tied to any sort of NFT release was also, uh, I think, a good thing to do as well. So Nice. Yeah. So have you, yeah. like, I feel, I feel like you've always like been like, yeah, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to take some time down, but then it just seems like, oh, well, I got, the only time I take off is to like, I don't know, the, the few hours in the morning to play pickleball or, you know, some time <laughs> I was about to say, I hope this isn't cutting into your time. <laughs> oh God. Well, you know, uh, every, every place that we have stayed, um, on the road, I've made sure that there is easy access to a pickleball court. So. No way. And you found one the whole way. Well, I mean, I guess the, where, where we were staying for any, you know, significant amount of time. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, um, but yeah, but I'm also, I gotta say, I'm, uh, my brain has just been like going a mile a minute as to like what's possible. And there was something that you guys were talking about on the, uh, I don't remember where, which, which episode it was, but that got my brain going, um, for what I, I don't know, at least something that I want to play around with, um, and I don't want to say too much, but the idea is that, um, and I still have to play around with this, so it may not work out at all. But um, when you think about what an NFT can point to uh, from from a you know a media standpoint, it could be an image, it could be an SVG, it could be um, you know really really sort of any any video, but it could also be um, uh, you know a, a a piece of HTML, um, which can have code in it because of JavaScript. So I wonder if there's something I could do where I actually start to introduce like behavior interacting with the person who is actually viewing the NFT. Um, you should so do a deep dive on it. Tezos. I, there's a couple artists that have some JavaScript based NFTs. out. Oh, do they really? Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, I bet there's not much in terms of like Ethereum out there that, uh, and I don't know. So Tezos, uh, what their, you know, what the the sort of ecosystem is like for for uh, 
uh, writing the, the smart contracts, but uh, um, that it doesn't seem, at least from what I've seen, that there's there's you know anybody really doing that kind of stuff out on a, an Ethereum. But yeah, I mean, they definitely could be possible on Ethereum too. I just haven't come across it, but I like where your head's at. Well, there's that. I mean, and there's also, I know that Nifty just, um, if if not like just today or or, or pretty recently announced that they're. Um, they're sort of introducing now the, um, the crypto wallets into their platform too, which allows you to do, because one of the things that was kind of hindering me from doing some of the things that I wanted to do is the fact that there's this one custodial wallet that they have. Um, and now that that's not, you know, a restriction that kind of opens things up as well. So, yeah. Cause so wherever your collectors like have their pieces now they're fine. I just checked it out. I think it was live yesterday. It's showing up all of my, all my tokens that are in my wallet and all of my nifty gateway like they're all there it's pretty awesome for the first time ever to see them all together yeah but now and and, and to you know even take that a little bit further now you can start to do things where depending on how you trade or depending on how you collect you know you can you can start to introduce behavior into the artwork that um, changes the the artwork depending upon how you trade. So, you know, using the the, the secondary market as a, a medium for um, you know for producing artwork is, is is a cool idea as well. So. Oh man, imagine you get one for a steal, like someone paper handed one, and you got one for a steal, and that changed the artwork to show that like you got a great right. deal on it, like under mint price. <laughs> it's that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. That's so cool. and there. There's a ton that I need to look into in terms of, you know, just, you know, being able to use um, uh, artwork that's actually just generated on the fly as opposed to like stored on um, IPFS, like using SVG and things like that. So there's a lot of stuff programmatically that that I think I'm going to be diving into over the next year. Um, it's just a matter of, of, you know, finding the time to do it. So. <laughs> yeah, I never even thought about like not using IPFS. Like I thought that was like, kind of how you displayed whatever your NFT was, but I guess you could just point it at something else, right? Yeah. I mean, well, I would still, I mean, if, if it's any, any piece of like static, um, um, whatever media, then I would still host that on IPFS, right? Cause like IPFS, basically you would host the, there's like a JSON, um, object, which, you know, basically has a couple of properties. And one of those properties is like the, um, the image or the animation URL or whatever, that animation URL or that image URL, that's where you can kind of, typically it kind of points to another IPFS, uh, link that has the actual, you know, ping or, or whatever, you know, MP4 or whatever. But, uh, if, if that was just a, you know, a static, I'm probably giving so much weight. Somebody else is going to do this first and I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be kicking myself. But anyway, um, <laughs> oh, but if he got into a pickleball league and was really tied up the right. back end of the winter. <laughs> yeah, so Someone right. just so took could... his idea right off the podcast. Uh, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, you could, you could really host like a, you know, a, a, a piece of HTML, um, you know, somewhere on IPFS and point to that. And, uh, uh, or, you know, you can, again, just generate an SVG on the fly in memory and then just return that from, um, from the, the the contract itself so there's just you know there, there's so much that, that that we can do in this space so um, i'm excited you got like two weeks to work on it i think before this episode comes out <laughs> oh great 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 i'll, I'll have a time yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, not on vacation or anything no i 
and I've already got like the, the next, after this, the next drop, I've kind of got an idea of what I want to do. And it's going to be, it's going to, you know, be even further and, uh, um, more complex than anything that I've done so far, um, in terms of both like art and, uh, programming, but, uh, um, but all of these other things are, are kind of things that I think that I'll, I'll be tinkering with along the way. And maybe like I'll do, you know, the occasional, I don't know, um, uh, NFT to kind of, you know, um, uh, try these things out and maybe I don't know where I'll release it or, or how I'll release it, but you know, or maybe I'll just not release them at all. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming like the, even the next drop after this one is still going to be connected in some way. And, and what you do is, uh, kind of really, you know, tell the story of, of, you know, live action, kind of what we're going through. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and kind of encapsulating the technology behind it, the art behind it and in, in like the crossover. Um, but that's, yeah, you know, you can just keep telling the story. I think that's kind of the great part about it. There, there's always something that you can continue to. Like, well, it's definitely with. One of my favorite things to do is to kind of use, um, I guess, aesthetics or pieces of art or whatever from a different a different time period and sort of add my personal touch to like recontextualize and use that piece again to now tell a more I guess uh relevant story to to our times and I think that's just such a fun fun thing to do so uh, in one way or another I'll probably always do something you know that that at least integrates the, that idea I guess and you know, obviously that's, that's what I was doing with, you know, pieces like HODL and that's what I'm doing with, um, uh, circumnavigation three. Um, and, you know, I'll continue to obviously do that in the future as well. So, but, uh, um, yeah, this has been, I don't know. I, <laughs> I always feel like I'm just gushing about this space. Like, but can't help it. It's, it's like, it's like a full circle. Can't help yourself. Like you can't, it like, really is. Like, and this is what, you know, it's calling to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, uh, I didn't know how much it would matter in the last release that, you know, I was sort of like writing the code and producing the artwork, but I did really stress that because for yeah. me, that like one of the most, I guess, important and fun things is that like, I, cause you know, I'm always sort of like repurposing things and it's like the, um, the artwork that I, I 12 years or 10 years ago, rather that I started kind of producing repurposed my life from writing software and, and shifted my focus into creating artwork. And now it's like, okay, now, um, where artwork became the hobby. Now artwork is like the primary source of, 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 of my living, I guess. And coding became the hobby. And now it's like <laughs> coding is now reshaping my artwork. And it's just like, it's, I just, the way the world works is just mind boggling to me. So <laughs> that's awesome. You're trapped, you're trapped in a, just an endless loop. How happy are you that there's no puzzles this time? Uh, yeah. So that, <laughs> we had a couple of people who were like, hey, is there going to be a puzzle this time? And I was like, you know what? Um, <laughs> not this time, just because like, I really wanted to focus and make the artwork um, the best that it could be for the collectors. And so it was like, you know, I don't have time to do another puzzle and produce like, the artwork that I would be, uh, I guess, proud of for these guys, these are the collective uh, guys and gals who've been, you know, uh, buying the artwork um, and and create a puzzle. But you know, I love doing the puzzles, and so I uh, um, I assume that I will probably do more of those in the future. And I think it's just finding the right balance of making them not too complicated, but complicated enough so that people 
um, have fun, but are able to solve them. And I've, I've talked to people, there's a collector of mine who I think one of his previous jobs was like actually writing puzzles for games, um, for like, uh, video, video games. And, you know, I was asking, um, I was asking this person about, you know, the difficulty level and what, what they thought about the last puzzle. And they were like, Oh, you know, I think it was, it was pretty good. Maybe a little bit too easy. And I was like, Oh, okay. Um, but there were some people who were just like, you know, constantly DMing me, like, I'm totally lost. I have no idea where to start. And so it's like, how do you, I, I, I I don't know necessarily how to, how to please everybody in those, in those situations. Um, and I, I would love to be able to create a puzzle that is a little bit centric towards or favors, you know, the programming side of things, but I do feel like that's maybe not the fairest thing for, for most people, because most people don't have a programming background, I guess. So, yeah, well, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's like fun to mix in and, and like, there's people that, you know, have the ability to, you know, intellectually solve it. You know, it's like a hard to measure like people's, you know, uh, puzzle solving skills, I guess you could say, but like what you're did doing you with the like, last one, what was that? Did you, did you guys try the last one? Once I, I tried like one, puzzle. yours was like the most I've actually like got into a puzzle, um, which was the last one, I think, or no, it was the, was the first it? puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. The cryptographer. Right. Yep. And <laughs> I got pretty far and I was like, I can't get any further. And, and I was kind of proud of myself. Like that was the furthest I've gotten on like some, some sort of puzzle. Like that. But at that point I was like, yeah, no, not the best use of your time, but well, and then <laughs> it's also like, I didn't want to do the same thing again yeah. for this second puzzle. So it was like, Oh, now I got to come up with like a new idea. And so that was, um, that was interesting. Well, you uh, have, you have the dynamics of like, you know, uh, a, a little bit more daily change in, in, you know, blatant reflection. Um, but what you also have now is like a, a, a pretty solid collector base with like additions that you can track and follow because you've done a good job of like developing, you know, all of your work. And with that it comes, you know, the collectors that will be there because they've been there. And um, I think you've set it up really well. And you just like seeing a, a year of just, you know, a progression throughout every step has been cool to see. I hope so. You know, I, uh, um, I, I think staying you know, reasonably humble is uh, is a good thing. Not like obviously like not false humility, but just always uh, knowing that like all of this could go away at any moment is is important to remember. Um, and also be just being cognizant of like the the market in general and like the having a, a finger on the pulse of what's happening in the crypto space is is important, right? Like right now is not our market is not super strong right now for NFTs or for, for crypto. So, you know, yeah. creating a, a crazy, you know, pricing structure or whatever, super high additions would, would obviously not be the wisest thing to do right now. So, yeah. Um, but you have access in there. You have, and I, I feel like I remember talking about just like, you know, figuring out addition sizes and, and oh, how people God. should be able to access and stuff. And, everything's played out pretty well. I, I think, I think you've done a good job managing really. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, well, the other thing you also have to just know is that you can't, you can't please everybody like a hundred percent of the time. And there's always going to be, um, there are always going to be some people who are going to be a little bit disappointed, but I mean, you got to do the best you can and just kind of, you know, make a decision and stick with it. So. Yeah. We see that all the time and like, you can't let that 
that attitude get to you at any point? You have a, a pretty large following in Discord now, man. Like, I don't re- remember the first time you mentioned it on the podcast, like when the timeline of you setting that up, but you have almost 400 people in there, man. Is there really? Oh, I yeah. don't know. I, I, <laughs> we have, um, <laughs> this is one of those things too, where I, you know, um, I feel like my time has been, uh, subdivided and subdivided and subdivided. And there's so only, obviously there's only so much time. Um, and one of the things that, you know, being a developer, like, obviously I want to get in there and write the bots and all of that kind of stuff. And so I, I, I tend to, to, uh, be a little bit of a control freak when it comes to that. And we definitely have had people come in and say, Hey, like, let me help you out and let me moderate whatever. Um, cause I, you know, I want to set this thing up, but obviously like for me, the, uh, the artwork comes first, um, and um, the, the discords and things like that kind of come second. I, we've done obviously the responsible things in you know securing it and all of that, but um, but in terms of of some of the other things like you know creating the 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 the, the roles and the, the the statuses and things like that for people, we haven't gotten to that stuff yet. But but it is in um, you know the the pipeline to to to, to spend a little bit more time. Uh, working on that, that community, because that is one of the nice things about, um, discord is that number one, whereas social media, whoever controls that social media outlet controls your audience. It's, uh, it's really nice that discord seems like you're always able to sort of like reach your, your audience. Like if I, if I post something and at everybody at discord, it seems like, you know, that gets more engagement than any tweet or, or, you know, Instagram posts I do with, you know, uh, uh, orders of magnitude more followers, right? So it's like, and it's because it's reaching all of those people, whereas, you know, the some of the, the social media channels, that's not happening anymore, so. Yeah, I really enjoy Discord. And, and, you know, we have a lot of time to work all this stuff out, so don't feel rushed at all. I'm in, um, you know, 30 servers maybe, and they're all at different points in their, like, maturity levels and, like, not everyone needs all of the features of Discord. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, and that's the thing. We've always also wanted that to be a space too where everybody sort of feels included and it hasn't been too much of a place where it's like, you know, you get, I don't know the, I don't know the right way to say it, but like the, we're, we're like Nifty Gateway has, and, and I, you know, it, it's different for every server and the right decision is different for every server, but Whereas they have uh, levels for um, all of the different collectors. So, you know, you get a different color if you've collected X number of, of nifties. Um, I'm not sure that, <laughs> that that's maybe, you know, the best thing for, for my server, but I, all of this kind of like remains to be seen. I'm not sure yet. So yeah. A little too in the weeds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, uh, Totally off topic question now, I guess kind of on topic a little bit, but like what's been your, uh, I guess, what's like the extent to your, you know, relationships with the folks that do, um, you know, win your auctions and land a one of one. I'm just looking at like your last drop and um, looking at AJ's profile and then just kind of scrolling through all the stuff from that one. But um, I guess any like, uh, you know, artist collector relationship there with those one of ones and shipping those paintings. <laughs> Uh, well, customs is always fun, um, <laughs> but no, we always, we always manage to, 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 to get them out to where they need to be. But um, no, honestly, like I said, the, in the traditional art space, uh, we've definitely um, made a lot of like, you know, 
cool acquaintances and and actually some really close friends out of out of some of the collectors that that have have come our way. Um, it always kind of you know Becca always always says that you know she kind of feels like pen pals with some of these people, and you know sometimes we'll get like these just fun little gifts from from collectors where it's like a bottle of whiskey or something like that, and it's just kind of like that's it's a great community that way. But the NFT space in particular, it seems like has been one of the most engaging, um, you know, collector artist relationships that I've, that I've ever seen. So, um, definitely the people who have bought, um, certainly the, the one of ones we've had a lot of contact with. Um, and I think there's, you know, even some of the other people, like I, when I went to NFT, uh, NFT NYC, uh, there was an event there that I had a piece of artwork at, uh, called Dreamverse. And we met one of, I think he actually may have the most number of my pieces in his, in his collection. Uh, we, we, you know, met and got to hang out with this person and it was, you know, just, just a lot of fun to sort of, you know, I don't know, just interact face to face with, uh, with, with, with someone who's been, you know, watching and collecting, I guess. So yeah, definitely. It's, um, that's been that's been one of my favorite parts of this whole thing. Looks like somebody's trying to scope out a one of one of yours right now. What do you mean? So uh, the goddess of rarity. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a twenty two point five thousand dollar offer on it. Are you serious? Has been oh. for like three months. <laughs> oh, where do I even see this? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out the birdie bird out there has made three consecutive global offers at 17,000, 20,000, and now 22,000. Yeah, well, that's sweet. Yeah, so maybe just talk to birdie bird, they might be uh looking at this drop coming up. Well, that was crazy. I mean, the first the first release that I did with them with Nifty Gateway, that the the first one of one, I was like blown away i think and i think most people were because i obviously i was pretty new to the space and sort of like have a one-of-one one go for what it went for i was like holy shit this yeah. is that's insane <laughs> um uh and that's oh, i should also mention too while we're while we're you know talking about other things um i'm, I'm doing something with um that'll that'll also have a, uh, an original painting it won't be a one-of-one one this time but it will there will be an original painting associated with it um after my release uh there's towards the end of march i think it's maybe march 30th uh aphoria's dad is doing um a yes drop. yeah so i'm, I'm awesome. participating in that and uh, uh i've recreated uh, from like from scratch um and this took me again as everything does way longer than <laughs> I taking because like just to get like a, a, a what you would think is just a simple black background and be able to get a capture of it it's not easy. there's like 16 layers of of different dark colors just in the background of this painting anyways but i recreated a a goya um and i'm not going to say which one yet but uh you'll be seeing something uh um uh, with that in, in, in the near future as well. So, um, but anyways, yeah. So hopefully the one of ones go well nice. with the original. Yeah. I feel like that's like news that we need to keep on the DL. Yeah. So you know, let me ask you guys this question too, because I, you know, I tip, I sort of like, uh, uh, when I'm looking at, you'd be happy that we knew, I feel like that. That's, that's fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> when I'm looking at Nifty Gateway and I'm looking at typically what I look at is like, what's the floor price for, for my works and, um, um, you know, making sure that I guess like people aren't, aren't losing money, but I have never actually spent any more time to look any closer than that. You can actually see, I can see what, what like global offers and all of that kind of stuff are, are going on for my, my pieces as well. I haven't, I just have not poked around that way. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't have notifications on Tyler, like knows how to like set notifications. So you get like literally a message any, any time something happens no um, on, yes. on different NFTs. You <laughs> yeah. just kind of like you do price alerts on it, or you can get an alert anytime there's a global offer or like a specific offer on a specific NFT. Yeah. I actually think they've made it much easier too to do. It's recently. bad for your health, though. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, like, that sounds awesome, but I'm not going to do it because I will definitely lose all my hair in the next Yeah, slide. yeah. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's probably better to, like, you know, have a, a very, very loose idea of what's going on with your stuff. But Yeah, to- no, you, dude, you're, you, you've done a good job. I was just looking through. I was like, I need to figure out how to get a couple more so I can enter this uh, good morning, good night <laughs> drawing. Well, that was tough, too, because, you know, we... And this is what we always do too. We, we post it kind of in discord and we say, Hey, you know, this is like the, the, the sort of uh, tentative uh, drop mechanic for, for what, what I've got. Uh, and, and we we're careful because, and when I say we like Becca has done uh, a great job of like, you know, putting out kind of like what she thinks the drop mechanics should be in terms of prices. Um, I typically kind of come up with like the addition sizes and, and obviously like, you know, the artwork. Um, but she's very, very, very involved in, in, you know, the pricing and who gets what. Um, and we've been very careful to kind of put it out there and say like, this is what we're doing without. So being open to, to feedback without being, um, you know, too kind of like, you know, let everybody sort of determine what it is that we do just because, uh, like I said before, it's very difficult to make everybody happy. And, you know, you could go back for a million times and still somebody's going to be kind of upset with somebody else's decision. And so it's best to sometimes just make a decision and, and run with it. And I would have tended towards, I think, the good morning, good night piece being open to people who had just uh, two NFTs. But um, but uh, but Becca was like, you know, and she had a great reason for all of all of the decisions that she made with this one. She said, that, you yeah, know, I think it needs to be three because, you know, X, Y and Z. And so um, and, you know, I think that there were maybe a couple people who were like, oh, man, I'm going to need three. And also, if you participate, if you like had been participating in like hit, you know, you get have some sort of luck and hit other drawings from prior collector drawings or I want to say only stuff like like, yeah, like it's uh it makes sense. And what, in, you know, you can basically set, you know, an addition count plus the open editions right. and you'll right. know what's going on. It's very logical. You guys are doing a great, um, you're doing a great job. It kind of made sense too, because there are three states to that piece. So I did, you know, kind of make sense to have three, I guess, NFTs uh, in order to buy them. So, um, but, and I actually, you know, my last drop, I actually got to, to participate in um, the, the secondary market because, the way that it was supposed to work. And I, I didn't really realize that this was maybe considered like a social faux pas in the NFT space. I had wanted to, because this was my first, the crypto traders, this was my first set of dynamic NFTs. Like I wanted to reserve one or two of each for myself um, just to kind of, you know, nostalgically have. Um, 
there was a mistake and that didn't happen. Um, and so I had to buy them off of the secondary market, but, mm-hmm. uh, um, but uh, so Not I kind of got it. At all. I mean, like I've seen people reserve them. I've seen people buy them off the floor. Um, I don't think there's any right or wrong way to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, I guess it's just, you know, personal preference. I honestly, at the end of the day, like I had no problem, uh, you know, helping to, to sweep the floor or whatever. Honestly, I, I may be, I may, may have bought too high in that case, but uh, it's okay. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. And then I got to actually my, my first like non me NFT was the, the, the Wisby key. So I got the um, red light, green light key. Which yeah. Was, what price did you get that? We at? didn't, we, we, we bundled that so bad. Cause like, I was at a wedding or something. We couldn't process how to, properly bid to like lock yourself you couldn't do it on mobile it was really difficult but what did you get it at i got it at like i want to say 179 bucks that's not bad at all oh my god no and what was really funny though was like like the next day uh when they were minting them there was a bug and it 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 somehow it was just like the i don't remember exactly what the price was but it was it was something like $5,000 and Becca got, gets all of the emails and she's like, what the fuck? You spent $5,000 on an NFT? And I was like, no. <laughs> and it was just because there was some bug in the email that Nifty Gateway sent out. And I was like, I assure you, I did not spend that much. So if, if that's the case, like we need to, but it was uh... <laughs> Frantically so. check your mobile banking app. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is, uh, yeah. That's why I don't deal with the finances. I think we were out somewhere. I don't know. Mike Slime Sunday texted me at the time and was like, dude, I think we locked in these for like $8. I don't think like the auction moves. You just have to like get in a number. And I was like, no fucking way, dude. I think he legit got one for $8. Are you serious? He might have gotten every key. He, you know, he's actually, um, I saw his name and I was like, Ooh, you know what? I just have to beat his price. And I think I, uh, he had maybe like 178 and the 179 slot was open. And so, or maybe it was like two or three more. And it was like, I jumped and I think I got a screenshot of, of he and my name pretty close together. And that was like, that was enough for me to be kind of happy. So, (laughs) (laughs) So, but I still don't know what I'm supposed to do. I I assume that he's going to just airdrop (laughs) right to to the people who are open. I have no idea. I have not heard a thing about the Wisby keys. No, we were, like I said, we, we totally, screwed that up by just like we were told to just buy them and we couldn't figure out how to just get into the drawing <laughs> at the right time because you had to scroll down like five thousand rows of a spreadsheet right. and by the time you got to the bottom it would like reload on you so there's like i don't know it was just not set up for mobile so are you guys still heavily into the the other sort of pfp projects like this this is obviously still a thing. People are still, you know, going bananas over, over all of these things. And I've had so many people say like, when are you doing a PFP? Which I, I don't think I ever will, but. um, (laughs) I think a lot of people uh, probably shouldn't do PFPs. I think I'm really like not a fan, but I do see the merit in making money. (laughs) 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 Like I don't mess with them, but our trading partner, Naples Roost, Larry dabbles a little, I mean, um, I don't think I really, I own like a couple, but only from artists led art artist driven projects. Right. It's not like, a some devs and like, they just hired an artist to make 10,000 of X animal. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, it's funny because like there was, you guys had a guest on who was actually talking about, maybe it was Dave Krugman, um, could have been him who was talking about PFPs and 
you know, he, somebody made a really, really good point about uh, a couple of things. Number one, like humans in our, our, our want to uh, two things. Number one, collect, you know, from like a hunter gatherer standpoint, but also be a part of a community. And the one thing that I can kind of see that like, you're not really ever going to get too much from my work is that, you know, the, the numbers of, uh, of mints are small enough to where it's never going to be like, you know, 10,000 people forming a community and that camaraderie of like, you know, apes stand together or whatever kind of a thing. So I do see the merit of, of some of those projects, but the problem that I see with it is that, it seems like every other day, every day, uh, you know, 13 new projects that are um, very, very similar to other projects are coming out. And that's what kind of scares me a little bit about them. Yeah, the, the market's like really saturated with those. And it's just kind of turned me off on that segment. Like if the art's good, I can give it a second look, but I'm, I'm really just not interested at this point. Like I like the artist driven projects, but even at this point, it's like hard to hop into all of them because it seems like, a lot of people are doing those now too. So where do you guys see this going? Not, not necessarily PFP, but like just, you know, NFT. I, would, I, I, just, I just saw that they pulled the, this could be totally fake, but that they pulled the, the punks lot from the. Uh, Sotheby's? Was it Sotheby's? I don't know. They, they, they were in an, like 104 of them. I think I just saw someone tweeted about them being pulled. Was that because of that whole like, um, there was like, a, what were there? There were some punks that weren't supposed to be minted, but then they did mint them. Is that the V ones or something like that? Yeah, V ones. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, couldn't oh follow, my god, couldn't, couldn't follow. I don't um, understand my, why a major auction houses. I mean, well, I guess they're not just art, right? I guess they auction off whatever, so that kind of makes sense. But like collectibles, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just don't like mixing them so much with like people need to understand that an NFT is a vehicle and it can be a vehicle for a collectible. It can be a vehicle for art, it can be a vehicle for a thousand other things, but it's not all the same. And I, I just don't, I, the PFP, I guess I'm not into collectibles as much as I am into art. That's interesting. Yeah. Cause I, I, uh, um, so many people that I've talked to, and I feel like now like you're the, that, that guy who, if you start talking about NFTs, they're like, Oh, you know, <laughs> that guy's talking about nfts now but uh most of the people that i've i've talked to have said you know like i can appreciate kind of i guess but i just don't get it and and that's where i'm kind of curious as to where we go from here like how does how does the space move forward is it going to be that you know only like the sort of like blue chip and i don't even know what that really means at this point um artists are the ones that continue to to sort of like thrive in this space is it does the artwork win is it the dynamic you know uh innovative kind of pieces that that will sort of win out is it utility um and i think obviously we're just too early in the space to tell but um but it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out i think we're just starting to unravel like the possibilities with smart contracts you know like just what nfts can do especially on like different chains and like where we're going to end up in the future. Like, I don't know what chain everyone's going to end up using, but by the time we're talking mass adoption, it probably isn't going to be Ethereum, right? I don't know. Um, I, I think Ethereum has has a, a good shot at being around for quite a while. Just, I think what they obviously need to do is, is you know, um, get off of proof of work uh, and make that change just because, I mean, I, I think that's going to make things obviously um more efficient and have they put a date on that 
I, I, this is like one of those things where I feel like they keep moving the goalposts. Like it's supposed to be this. And then it, you get to that date and it, it, it's not. Um, so I, I, I don't know. Um, like a Kanye album. <laughs> God, I just miss Beautiful Dark Fantasy. That was a great album. I was just watching the documentary. I think a new episode comes out tonight. It's uh, It's heartwarming to say the least to see like, yeah, to see like him at the beginning and like just where he is now. And he kind of called a shot, but like it's been through Wait, a lot so of what, shit. What documentary are you talking about? It's called like uh it's spelled J E E N dash like Y U N S. It's like genius. Oh. And I guess a guy, one of his friends had been following him around since he was like 19, like filming a documentary. And okay. it's like him like coming up through Chicago and like getting signed to uh Jay-Z's label and as far as I got so far, but the the car accident's coming up soon. And is this on Netflix or is this on? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh no, shit, sweet. Yeah, but it's coming out like um, weekly. So I think just the second episode is out maybe today. Okay. I mean, I, I feel like there's this absolutely no doubt that that man is you know undeniably a genius. But I think that there's uh, a little bit of crazy mixed in with that at this point. I and, think it's hard to be a genius without being a little bit crazy. No, I, I would, I would agree. Yeah, he might uh, be moderately crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to watch the documentary, and I'll get back to you with my, uh, with my, <laughs> my, my professional analysis. Hashtag not psychological advice. <laughs> That's a new one. Get it going. <laughs> right. Love it. Hell yeah! So, what's the what's the date and time for the drop? This is always a test for you. I feel like. like yeah, I can give you the date. I. I uh the, the 13th it's the, it's it is the 13th uh i want to i want to say becca's close to me 6 30 6 30 6 30 perfect <laughs> nice nice yes and uh and it's wait it's yeah probably 6 30 and hold on probably there's another like the open edition happens i'm gonna get this right you weren't supposed to give me the answer no. <laughs> <laughs> answer it happened the open edition happens at seven the collector's only open edition happens at seven okay so nice and tentative so check the website (laughs) the website will always have the most up-to-date information it will and it's it's pretty too i think it is and very well organized thank you becca yeah well done yes Yes. Yeah. I, I think she does not get enough credit for the amount of like logistical uh, wizardry that she, she pulls out and she, she, I mean, this is her favorite part of, of everything is kind of like the pulling all of this together at the end and making it, you know, available in an efficient and uh, uh, easily consumable way. So nice. Yeah. Well, hats yeah. off to you both. Yeah. Hope you enjoy the rest of your vacation and uh, this will drop uh, the Monday before. So the eighth, I believe. Yeah. And yeah, you guys should absolutely just reach out anytime you want to. Cause I, I, I started to feel like I, we've talked four times and I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to reach out to them again and try to, <laughs> yeah, I, I hope they like to do these chats, yeah. but I don't know. So uh, anytime I, uh, I, I really enjoy uh, talking about this stuff. So. Sweet. Yeah, man. Um, well, we'll, um, we'll be involved. So We'll be in touch, and then obviously, good luck. It's a uh, more so good luck getting the assets in at this point, but um, <laughs> I'm sure the, do- the drop will go well. So, uh, hopefully, yeah. What could so? All right, all right, guys. Well, this is, what's that? Get some pickleball in. I know you got to get. Yes, your absolutely. 
Yep. I played today. Um, and I, uh, I ran into a, like the pole that like hit. Holes oh God. I ran into an ass first somehow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how I did that and pull it. Like I ripped my shorts and I have like a, uh, now a weird mark on my ass and that's yeah. cool. just bruise yeah. easier with as we age the contact sport of pickleball <laughs> exactly i'm i'm, I'm, I'm you know what? My I'm ass still playing pickleball fastest <laughs> growing sport in the nation look it up everybody who doesn't play you'll start playing you'll love it all right let's go all awesome. right guys <laughs> have uh, a good one later bye dave damn that's nifty single line. I sure as hell didn't know that. Fuck Renda built the gallery to raise new artist popularity. What a guy. Man, man, it's a good guy. Too much lag like a nomad, all his belongings in a single bag. All these things, can't you see? I learned all that's NFT. That's NFT. That's NFT. That's a nifty, nifty NFT. That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT Damn, that's a nifty NFT